Listen, there's a great work to be done. As soon as you win this court battle, you must deliver this message. Take advantage of this opportunity and declare a powerful message to this world. He expects more of us. He believes we can do more. Who's going to stop Christ? Who's going to stop Christ from getting this work done? This is Behind the Work. Welcome back to Behind the Work. I'm Parker Campbell, subbing in on today's show for Mr. Grant Turgeon to bring another edition of Behind Armstrong College. I wanted to start today with a familiar biblical passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12, 18, 19, and 20, they read as follows. It says, For as the body is one and has many members... And all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. But now has God set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it has pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? And now are they many members, yet one body. It's a very familiar passage, but it highlights the government within God's church and how everything functions according to that government. God is all about government. Mr. Armstrong said time and again in his lifetime that government really is everything. Here is what he wrote to the church on May the 2nd in 1994 in a member letter. He said this, quote, God's government is necessary in his church, and he put it there. God has only one church on earth, which he directs in the doing of his work, not two churches, not many denominations and sects and groups. But now are they many members, yet one body. So Mr. Armstrong emphasizes the fact and the reality that there is only one true church, There is only one true way of life, and this church, the Philadelphia Church of God, we practice and strive to live that way of life every single day, of course, and and, and of course the education here, the truth that this church teaches and seeks to live day in and day out is the one true way of life. The college here, Herbert W. Armstrong College, named after Mr. Armstrong, it is the one true college on this earth that teaches God's way of life. The same way of life that Mr. Armstrong taught when he restored uh, everything, all the truth, when he was alive and on this earth. And we seek to uphold and recapture those truths and the true values that he taught at Ambassador College all those years ago. And of course, Armstrong College here is all about recapturing true values and really having education with vision and seeking to uphold God's way of life in every single way that we can. God's government is a central factor in the success of his college, of God's college. The government is what keeps everything running properly. It's what, it's what gets the work done. The college, we've heard so many times as students that the college is here to support God's work. We're not here to be supported by the work. We are here to support that work, this great 
work that we're so blessed to be a part of. And the way that that gets done, of course, is through good, wholesome, uh, well-operating government. Now, of course, if there is one church, there is one college, and, and as the body of the church operates un underneath the head and has all of its various offices and the ministry, and, and just as within the church we see a well-organized, structured, orderly, uh, very, very well-structured government system, we see that same thing at God's college. It, it reflects, really, what we see in the church. There is one student body, and within that student body, there is a, a, an array of different offices that helps to make sure that God's college supports the work in the most efficient and effective way that it possibly can. And so today on today's program, we're going to talk a little bit about the offices that are, uh, that are sprinkled throughout the student body. Uh, and of course, we've talked a little bit about them before, but on today's program, we have Miss Emma Moore here with us today. Hello. And she's going to help me discuss a little bit of what these offices are like and how they're structured and, uh, and what it's like to be in the various roles. So to start with, though, I'd like to give you just a bit of a rundown of the various offices that we have here. As uh, you've heard before, I'm the student body president and, uh, and I have various roles and, and functions within the body. But then there's also the secretary, that's Miss Moore. She takes care of the, uh, a variety of things, really. If, if, if there's anything that I need her to help out with within the student body, whether it's gathering lists or schedules or, or uh, uh, gathering information about the, the, uh, the operations within the, the student body, oftentimes I'll turn to her and she'll do a lot of the legwork for me so that, I, uh, so that I can focus maybe on something else. And she's always been a very helpful asset in the role that I've been given. Then, of course, there are other, other offices as well. The resident assistants, we'll talk about them a fair bit on today's show. The resident assistants are sectioned with various students. They have a few students underneath them that they look after, that they try to help out and assist and they're given residence wherever they are across the campus. So we'll talk a little bit about them today. We'll talk also perhaps a bit about the Philly Club assistants if we have time for them, and uh, maybe some of the other functions and roles within the body as well. We'll see how much time we have for getting through all of them. There are quite a few different offices, and we may be able to get through them, but we'll see how much we can, uh, we can do on today's show. So, Miss Moore, uh, what do you have to say about the residence assistants? Can you just talk a little bit about their general role and anything that you that stands out about what they are here for? Well, the thing that I like to compare the resident assistant role to is kind of like an older sibling. Resident assistants are always picked typically from the upper class, so juniors and seniors, and there'll be um, typically one per per facility of where we live so the bfmh or the trailers or some of the houses that are on campus and they'll just um kind of like oversee each residence and there'll be typically a handful of students beneath them and from varying um classes 
and we'll just kind of make sure that everything's running smoothly. We're kind of like the go-to if there's like a little issue come up and we can refer them to the government structure above us or we can maybe help them out with whatever it is that they need. But mostly just to be there for them and kind of give them encouragement, maybe some a little bit of direction if need be. But yeah, kind of like the older sibling of, of each of the households on campus, I guess you could say. Yeah, I, I do... I definitely agree with you on that. There's it's a it's a beautiful role that mm-hmm. we have. It's it's a unique situation. We're obviously not there to lord authority <laughs> over them, but as older brothers, sort of, you know, we've gone through the uh, through the four years, or we're going through the four years, and and as seniors, generally, like you said, usually the seniors are the RAs, as we call them, the resident assistants. And it's more of this brotherly role. It's more of this sisterly role. It's not so much of a, just this huge authority <laughs> figure that weighs over everyone's head. That's not what it's about. God's government's so loving. There's so much love that goes into it. And we're, as an RA, your goal really is to help them come along and grow, is to help them succeed in the year that they're in and beyond and at college as a whole right Mm -hmm. and that's that's what we strive to do as resident assistants um i think the manual talks a lot about example that we receive the manual that we receive Mm -hmm. as resident assistants yeah that's it's something being an older sibling in my own household it's kind of something you're always very conscious of knowing that you're setting the example as the eldest and the RA role is kind of similar. In the manual, it says, notice first of all that your job is to lead by example. Your conduct will always have a greater impact on those around you than anything that you say. Strive to be a model in your daily activities. You represent the AC way of life. And it talks about how the students below you are going to look to that example. And whether it's good or not, that's kind of this standard that's going to be set before them. And we should be kind of representing God's way of life is what it is, abundant, fun, and really joyful. So I think that's that's kind of something that all RAs have on their mind from their day-to-day uh, activities that they undertake. It's so true, too. I remember the, the night at, let's see, it's at the, the freshman reception mm-hmm. that all the various <laughs> offices are, are uh, divvied out to the, to the students. And I remember that night after we heard who all would be resident assistants, who would be secretary, student body president, Philly club assistant, uh, so on, et cetera. I just remember as soon as all of that ended, um, it was it was fascinating. I, f- I could feel that all the other students' eyes were looking to the seniors and mm-hmm. looking at those who were given specific offices. And and that's the way it should be, of course. You know, that's a that gives a very good prod. It, it was almost a little uncomfortable, I'll admit. You you start mm-hmm. realizing how much is on your shoulders as a leader, mm-hmm. and how much you have to work to set a good example so that others will follow in your footsteps. And you want them to succeed. You want them to excel and do better than what you may be doing. Quite frankly, I mean, that's what any kind of family, like any real good sibling is going to want with the younger siblings. You want them to excel and do even better than what you're doing. Yeah. And to, uh, yeah. It, it's a really beautiful thing. It's it, it's a little uncomfortable maybe, but there's a good prod there as well to make you 
more diligent about, as you said, doing the daily, making sure that you're setting the right example in your prayer and your studies and and, and your conduct and cleanliness, all kinds of different things that come up day in and day out as a resident assistant. Yeah, one one thing is the fact that we kind of hear about generations in the church and how each next generation should be an improvement on the last one and that's kind of the thing with being a senior you've been at college for roughly four years and so you see the mistakes that you've made or your classmates have have made that sort of thing and you just kind of being in this role it's an opportunity to help the freshmen or the even the sophomores kind of navigate around those same mistakes so that each generation coming into college can kind of just be an improvement on that. That's right. You know, it makes me think of a scripture in, um, let's see, where is it? It's in First Timothy where Paul, or it's in Second Timothy where Paul says to commit you to other men who will be able to teach what you're mm-hmm. teaching, right? Uh, and we do that by example, chiefly. We're not out there preaching, <laughs> but we, we are trying to live a good example, right, to show the real abundant life of a student. And uh, being a senior, it's almost like it's the, it is the culmination of your college experience, right? And you want to send that message as clearly as possible as a resident assistant that, you know, God has such an abundant lifestyle in mind for every single one of us. Mm-hmm. And if you can send that message as an RA, then you've done a successful job, I'd say. You really want to see other people with the same yearning desire to step up and be a good senior senior as well and to set great examples for the people that are underneath them, whether you're a sophomore setting an example for a freshman, a junior setting an example for a sophomore, or even a freshman setting an example for high school students that maybe would like to come to college mm-hmm. at some point. It, it's a beautiful rippling effect that, uh, that God's government has. It's an impact, right? And that's the way that God's government, government works. That's the role of a resident assistant. Well, we also have the Philly Club assistants. So we'll talk a little bit about them briefly. The uh, the Philly Club assistants this year is Matthew Barrero and Alexis Cruz. So they're two seniors in our class, mm-hmm. re- re- very beloved. We've enjoyed having them with us for the past three and a half years now. And they they really get the opportunity to serve and reach out in Philly Club. What exactly, Emma, if you want to talk a little bit about this, what is Philly Club? Well, Philly Club is, uh, well, we meet roughly once every few months, once every couple of months, and it's congregation-wide as well as all the students in the college, and we'll meet and we might get a little bit of a briefing, and it's pretty much an organization that's structured to help make sure that elderly members of the congregation or some that might be a little bit more um, frail that they have all their needs taken care of and that they have a very structured supporting family I guess that can help them out with any of their daily duties that they can't get done maybe some yard work that sort of thing and pretty much the way it's organized it's split up into groups just students maybe some singles some married um, couples in the congregation and they have a group leader and they'll be assigned in a way a senior or two and that will be their senior for Philly Club and they'll make sure that through the um, through the government structure that all their needs are taken care of and even like 
organise a lot of social activities, get together, make sure that those seniors have ample fellowship opportunities with a, a variety of members of the congregation. Yeah, it's a, it's a really neat opportunity mm-hmm. for the students to get involved with the members, especially with the elderly. And they always have so many stories, oh, especially sure. about the WCG days mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, and what, what those days was like when they were young people as mm-hmm. well. They'll, they'll talk about their time as a youth. And uh, it, it's always very rewarding to be serving in Philly Club. And, and the assistants for that, they help a lot with organizing uh, the, the meetings. They, they help to, well, they, of course, remind us when the meetings are coming up mm-hmm. and then whatever they can do to help the group leaders and whatever they can do to help the uh, the one who is overseeing the entirety of the Philly Club meetings. They do whatever they can to help out there. Uh, I've been in contact sometimes with Matthew Barrero about senior visits. Mm-hmm. We students try to reach out to the uh, seniors occasionally and go visit them in the evenings after the Sabbath and uh, have some tea or, or coffee or some few snacks with them and just have a good conversation. And so that's what I've been doing with Matthew Barrero every now and then. We get together and we, and we try to make those senior visits happen. So that's a, that's a little bit about Philly Club and the role of the assistants there. The next thing we'd like to talk a little bit about briefly are the balls and the banquets that the students are involved in. So at freshman, freshman reception, all the students are given the duties like we talked about earlier, and some of them are given... Uh, leadership roles, opportunities over the various formal events that we have here at the college. Freshman reception last year was Joshua Taylor and Brandy Smith, and they helped out setting, setting, setting up for that. Thanksgiving ball was led by Logan Yoder and Aaron Lexa, both seniors here at the college. And then speech banquet, which is coming up very soon, actually, speech banquet. Mm-hmm. We'll have a little bit of a segment, I think, on speech banquet and speaking in general at the college for the February edition of this of this show. But the Logan Yoder and Aaron Lexa, they both worked together to host the Thanksgiving Ball and that was an absolutely wonderful formal event. Very Thanksgiving Ball is one of the more relaxed mm-hmm. formal events, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. The quality is still always really wonderful and beautiful, but the atmosphere is more relaxing. It's it's Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. So there's just a little bit more of a of a, uh, a calmness about it and, and, and just a more relaxing cheerfulness there. Uh, but the speech banquet coming up, Jordan Seringa and Hannah Worrell, they are both sophomores. The sophomores always take care of the speech banquet. Emma, you actually did that last uh, two years ago, I suppose mm-hmm. it had been, right? What was that like for you, that experience? Yeah, it's, it. I, honestly, it was a little bit daunting just thinking about, you know, being the assistant to to organizing um speech banquet but it was really wonderful for the class I think it was just one of those really bonding experiences and really fun it got me into the habit of keeping track of things and being organized which has contributed a lot to my role right now as secretary but um I just really enjoyed it. it's a great great way to be an assistant to the man and like make sure that you're in your role and doing the best you can in that and just have some have a bit of an outlet for some creativity as well which is really enjoyable and yeah it was really it was a really fun experience it was just nice to have the class you know by sophomore year you kind of 
you know where all your strengths are in the class. You've got the kitchen girl who's been working there for a while. You've got the guys who know where all the china and the, the glasses are and, and that sort of thing. So I thought it was just a really bonding and enjoyable experience. Yes, for sure. Every single formal event feels mm-hmm. that way. We'll, when we get closer to the graduation ball, we'll have some other seniors or, or juniors, perhaps. I think it'd be juniors that will have come on for the show and they can discuss what goes into the preparations for that. They're very, the formal events are always a highlight of a college career. And, uh, and we always enjoy doing those with all the students. It's a good leadership opportunity. It's a good bonding opportunity, like Emma mentioned. The graduation ball will be headed up by Rufaro Manyepa and Michaela Lorenz this year. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, every single one of these events, they, they run so well and work so well. Like we talked about with the ministerial conference on a couple shows ago, they work so well because of the government there. Everything runs smoothly because of government. And, and the love that's built into that government. We're there to try to make everyone else's time as enjoyable as possible, the, the, the events to be as fulfilling as possible, and really to be as spiritually uplifting as possible. At the end of the day, that's what all this is about. Whether we're resident assistants, whether we're helping to set up a formal event, whether we're Philly Club assistants, or, uh, or, or whatever our role may be, we're here to try and build God's family. So that's at the heart of it, and government plays a major role there. Well, before concluding, um, just to, I, I suppose we'll touch a little bit on what Miss Emma Moore here and, uh, and I myself do. Um, as president, uh, there's multiple speaking opportunities that I have. Um, I help to make sure, basically, I, I do a lot of the legwork for the dean and the assistant dean. At the end of the day, I'm there to try and support and and help them out in every single way that I possibly can. So there's a lot of reward in that, and I've really enjoyed just learning to sacrifice a whole lot more. It's not exactly an easy role, but there's no leadership role that's easy anyway. And for all the students who have these various leadership roles, it's a great opportunity to grow and sacrifice and service and to develop the mindset of a servant. And, uh, and, of course, that's what being student body president centers around, serving and doing their best to set a good example for the rest of the students and to carry out really whatever the dean and the assistant dean want to be carried out, to try to make sure that the standard is upheld within the body as much as possible. And then the secretary, uh, I, I can speak for my secretary here, she does a fantastic <laughs> job, and uh, she really does helped me in a variety of ways. Uh, We have Robber's Cave coming up soon in March, which is an excursion for the students to head off and have a a four-day hiatus off the campus to not necessarily just get physically refreshed, but it's even spiritually refreshing to go out there and remember the history of Robber's Cave and what all transpired there with Malachi's message and Mr. Stephen Flurry reading that for the very first time. And uh, so Robert's Cave is always a very huge event. And Miss Emma Moore and I will work together a lot to make that happen as smoothly and as effectively as possible. So hopefully that gives a, a decent rundown of some of the offices within the student body. This is from the God Family Government booklet. Mr. Fleury writes this, quote, 
how is God restoring his government on earth, on this earth today? Through his loyal Philadelphians. We must love and cling to that government or God won't use us to rule with him in the world tomorrow. End quote. Everything that we do here within the student student body points to something so much bigger than ourselves. It's not about how much glory we can gain by being in these roles and having these various titles, whether it's student body president, secretary, resident assistant, Philly club assistant, whatever the role may be, it's a role of service. And it's about learning to better fulfill God's government and to implement that government so that ultimately, down the road in the future, when we're all God beings, then that way we can actually do everything according to God's laws and government and be entrusted to enforce and and implement God's government throughout the entirety of the universe. Government really is everything, like Mr. Armstrong said. And God is all about organized operations. He really, really is. Mr. Armstrong was able to build a church and three colleges by way of following God's government. And that is how Armstrong College is so successful as well. So thank you so much, Miss Moore, for joining on this segment today. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to maybe having you again in the future. Uh, thank you for that, though, for all of your comments. And thank you also for listening. Today we've been discussing the various offices within the Armstrong College student body. I'm Parker Campbell, and this has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 1130 a.m. Central Time.